there, and welcome to the Animag Podcast. Hey, and welcome back to Animag, the number one podcast on Spotify, whose co-hosts do not do drugs. I'm your host, Asylum, sitting here with... Stomachus. And we are back at it, baby. Episode 2, Season 2, Rent-A-Girlfriend. What an episode. Yeah. It was good. I feel like there's a lot starting to unfold now, and it's only the second episode. For the start, it looks like it's just focused on Chizuru and Kazuya. It kind of was focused on just those two until the very end, and then that got me really amped up for Episode 3, because I think we're going to see a shit ton of drama in Episode 3. Flip-flops thrown... Oh, dude, because, like, the way that they showed it, Chizuru's inside his apartment while Mommy is at Kazuya's apartment shaking his doorknob trying to go in. Shit is going to hit the fan in episode yeah, it's three. It's like, why the hell is Mommy over there? Exactly. Like, I want to know what led her to just walk over to this man's house and try to go in. Like, she's not knocking. She's not yelling at the door like, hey, Kazuya, it's me, Mommy. She's literally turning the doorknob trying to go in. Crazy yeah, bitch, I, bro. Unless she wanted to, like, talk to him. Yeah, but you knock. It's not her house. Oh, oh, and if it would have been Ruka? She's kicking the door in, probably. Ruka kicks in the door. What the f- I'm kind of excited to see how they're going to bring Ruka into the story. Because they're still Ruka, they're still Sumi, and they're still the new girl. But maybe I'm getting ahead of myself. This is only episode two that we're on currently. (laughs) I think they're (laughs) just gassing me up. You would never see Sumi at his doorstep? (laughs) Oh, God, no. I I have to say, man, I'm really pleased with the numbers from the first episode so far. Oh, yes. We told Yaze, we told exclusive Nick that this was going to be the season that was going to hit for us, and it's hitting. You guys are in there, and we see you, and we appreciate you. So let's dissect it, man. The episode kind of starts off. We're learning that spring break is officially over, and everyone has to get jobs. And this is going to be their second year of college, because Kazuya mentions it. Okay, I was wondering, like, yeah. before he said that, I was, like, wondering, oh, is this going to be still his first year? No, it's no, just his second, second year. second year of college. Boom, intro roll. Got a very short snippet before intro roll on this one. Intro song, kind of starting to grow on me it's still not as good as the original yeah you can't top the original the original original so fucking hype (laughs) so this episode is comprised of what i'll say three major sections and of course there's like some smaller parts throughout the episode but for the most part they're all just filler like when kazuya's at work talking with his boss at the very beginning of the episode i wouldn't really Mm -hmm. consider that to be an important part of the episode just kind of some filler so i'm gonna leave all of that stuff out if you want to go watch it obviously our goal here as the animag podcast is to get you to go and watch the episode but also give you enough context to where you really don't have to if you don't want to yeah we're not gonna go over like the filler stuff filler stuff i feel is kind of useless when we could just focus on main story and honestly out of just doing the three major parts main story stuff for this episode i got three pages of like full notes maybe i'm overdoing it because it's run a girlfriend but i feel like everything i jotted down is important shit. We'll let you guys be the judge. The first major section is Kazuya and Chizuru's first rental date of the season. And as usual, Kazuya's kind of simping throughout the entire thing. They went get coffee. So as they sit down to get coffee, 
Chizuru starts dropping fucking bombs, bro. She says that she needs to talk to him about something. That something was the fact that renting her out every other week or every single week is going just a little too far. She says how she appreciates the fact that she gets a big payout from this and that she appreciates the fact that he also wants to support her financially, but it's just not fair to the other clients who may want to rent her. She also mentions how mommy told her to stop seeing him. This was kind of back in season one that this happened. I think maybe when she first met mommy. Yeah. And finally, if that wasn't enough of a bomb, she drops a third bomb and she mentions Ruka. And Chizuru is really trying to avoid upsetting Ruka because remember, Ruka and Kazuya are actually fucking dating. Okay. So Chizuru is trying to avoid conflict in every aspect that she possibly can. She wants to keep her clients happy. She wants to keep mommy happy because mommy might fucking come through and slit her throat and she wants to keep (laughs) ruka happy because ruka's equally as fucking crazy but she does mention the fact she said even though ruka said she's okay with us doing these rental dates it's still just kind of weird to me and from that we get a flashback scene right here of kazuya talking to ruka about this and it's him asking her if she would be okay with them shizuru and kazuya going on dates he's not really asking he's kind of more of like begging her and she kind of goes off <laughs> on him i mean because obviously what girlfriend wouldn't she basically is like um you're basically saying that you want to cheat on me to my face and how like she goes you're the one who wanted to make things official between us because he thought everything between him and Shizuru was over so he was like okay time to move on I'll just take Ruka whatever and he goes look I've seen it with my own eyes Shizuru has all the talent in the world and I want to support her dreams and Ruka's like yeah that's fine and dandy but she does have other clients that could help her and support her in that way it doesn't necessarily have to be you they kind of go back and forth a little bit and she's just like whatever i'm fine with this the only thing that i need you to promise me is that you're gonna bring me watch one of her plays so i can see for myself how talented shizuru actually is this is the this is all still within the flashback ah damn yeah kind of a long little flashback for just that they didn't really necessarily have to put that they could have just left it with shizuru saying yeah ruka agreed that this was all okay but it is kind of nice that this show went out of its way to throw that in we can actually see the events that unfolded with Kazuya trying to convince Ruka that this was all normal and okay. And after their coffee, Kazuya asks Chizuru if she can just be herself around him when they're on their rental dates. And she says she can't. She goes, this is work and I'm actually doing this to try and better my acting skills. She says that if she did that, she wouldn't be acting like his ideal girlfriend. And right here, bro, I got the goosebumps because he goes, your normal self is my ideal girl. He's finally kind of growing some balls and telling her how he really feels. She kind of seems shocked by this. Like, she gets flush in the face and her eyes are kind of big and she's like, oh shit. But in natural Chizuru fashion, she's like, where's all this coming from? And she's like, quit being so corny. Gets a little quiet. (laughs) And she goes, fine, if you say so. She kind of just quickly turns this all about being work-related and she goes, you know, the customer's always right, so fine. If you want me to be myself, I will. She doesn't just take this as like him going hey i like you and her going cool that's awesome just to always spin it to where it's about work you know what i'm saying yeah so that ends the first 
major part of the episode, which was their date. This brings us to the second major section of the episode, which had me very emotionally confused. Because mm-hmm. one second I'm thinking Shizuru's taking this man on a date, then the next second I'm like, oh, she's just using him. Then I'm back to going, oh, this is a date. It's an emotional roller coaster, the second part. <laughs> so as the date ends, the clock strikes 5.01, which means Chizuru's not working anymore. She literally turns, this is after the coffee date, mind you, she turns and she asks Kazuya if he's free and if he wants to go somewhere with her. And this dude's like, oh my fucking God, here it is, baby. Here it is. She winds up taking him to the batting cages. And we learn right here, Yaze might tell you guys that there's no character development for Chizuru, but right here we learn that she comes to the batting cages when she's upset. She obviously isn't upset here or maybe she still kind of is upset about not getting the acting job. At this point in the episode, you don't know why. She just literally asked him to go to the batting cages. So in my head, I'm like, is this a real date? that she asked him on? I was freaking out right here. Yeah, and so she was like, yeah, don't go on thinking about it being a date. Yeah, yeah, she just straight up hits him with like, and remember, this isn't a date. She winds up telling (laughs) him that she hates going to the batting cages alone because all the guys wind up hitting on her. So that is one of the reasons why she brought Kazuya there, to keep the creeps away. And we do get to see that it actually kind of worked because two guys noticed her but don't approach because they noticed Kazuya like, oh, is that her boyfriend? Lucky bastard. Lucky bastard. And like you said, she points out that it's not a date. She says, our interests just so happen to align, and that's why you're here. And at the end of this whole thing, Chizuru hits a home run, and they're both freaking out like, whoa, holy shit. She runs out of the cages, and she puts her hand up for a high five. This takes Kazuya by surprise. He's like, holy shit, he puts his hand up, kind of still in shock, but he doesn't move it to high five her. Chizuru ends up basically throwing her whole body at him so she can high five him. She smacks the shit out of his hand (laughs) and this is what i was talking about with this episode in this show it does a really good job at confusing you because she is kind of showing some kind of emotion here even if it is just her being excited about the home run like she's still high-fiving this dude she's still we're gonna hear why she actually took him to the batting cages but for me that was unnecessary they could have just went home and then go and see her grandma right Mm -hmm. so let's i guess we'll get into it so we can further dissect that after the batting cages, you know, the high five moment and all that, she says there's somewhere else that she wants to take him. And this leads us into our third important section of the episode, the back end of it, which was pretty good. As they're walking, she ends up taking him to the hospital to visit her grandmother. Remember, both of their grandmothers think that they're actually dating. She says that her grandmother insisted on seeing Kazuya and Chizuru could not convince her off of wanting to do that. So she's like, fine, I'll bring him. Right here, we learn that she only took Kazuya to the batting cages to kill time so that way when they would go to the hospital to visit her grandma it would be 15 minutes before visiting time ended. She's trying to have that time frame of Kazuya seeing her grandma as short as possible. Damn. And this goes back to what I was trying to say. She didn't have to take this dude to the batting cages. They could have just went back to their apartments because they do live next door to each other and then she could have waited for a while and then she could have knocked on his door and been like look I need you to come visit my grandma. It confuses me emotionally because is she starting to 
get feelings for Kazuya? The reason why she took him to the batting cage was maybe to get something off her chest. But she didn't get anything off of her chest. She hit the balls. She told him that she likes going there when she's upset. And then later on, she tells him, like, the only reason I took you to the batting cages was to kill time. So it's like, do you think maybe she took him there wanting to potentially say something? Or maybe she did take him there as if it were kind of a small date or whatever. But then she just got shy and kind of backed out of it. And that's where she put her hard armor on. And she was like, look, this isn't a date. I just want you to know. I think so, too. Maybe she's scared of expressing herself to him. Because this will all come back into play a little bit, too, when the grandma starts talking to Kazuya. So first off, I have to say it. I love her fucking grandma. This old lady (laughs) is funny. She's not afraid to speak the truth. And like she kind of gives Kazuya the ammunition he needs to be successful with Chizuru, basically. To give you the short version of what went down at the hospital visit, Chizuru basically walks off to go refill a vase of flowers for her grandma. And in that time frame, her grandma starts talking to Kazuya. She's like, hey, I got a favor to ask of you. It all boils down to the favor being that she wants Kazuya to basically always be there for Chizuru. She tells him how Chizuru's always basically been a needy girl and how the kids in her neighborhood used to make her cry. Years of this basically made Chizuru build up a layer of armor around her. So she's a soft person, but she just puts on that facade of being tough. And she seems strong and confident, but in reality, she's lonely and she needs someone to see her for who she really is. So the grandma wants that to be Kazuya. So in his head, he's like, yeah, uh, you know, I don't want to be irresponsible and say that I'll always have her back forever or anything like that. And then he just straight up goes, I'll be that person because I love Chizuru. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, in my head, that's good enough information for him to know how to be around Chizuru, how to talk to her, you know, and make her feel comfortable if she's not feeling comfortable with him. I felt like that part was pretty important because the grandma is just like, look, you idiot, if you're not seeing this, this is what the situation is. To Um, be honest, I thought Chizuru was going to hear him say that. Yeah, same. I, I kind of wish she would have. Because Chizuru knows that he can't act well and whatever he says, she would like take it seriously. Yeah, that's true. That would have been a nice touch. Maybe she did hear and she just is acting like she didn't. You know what I'm saying? Remember when they showed her at the sink filling up the vase? She did kind of like glance over towards the door. The sink wasn't that far away from the door where her grandma and Kazuya were. Maybe she did and she's just not saying nothing right now about it nurse passed through the door she's like uh she was like what's that noise nurse would have been like yeah some fucking kid in that room just confessed about something about some chick (laughs) some guy in there loves some girl she's like oh shit that's me (laughs) so after the hospital this is pretty much where i was like all the shit after the hospital scenes what got me ready for the next episode we see kazuya at his house or at his apartment and he's on the rent a girlfriend app just raiding chizuru and saying how he won't let her grandma down boom credit roll we hear the new outro song which is kind of ass like it's gonna probably grow it probably you. will but i i don't know i think i liked it more in episode one where they had the new intro song and then the old intro song as the outro yeah new outro song is kind of slow i feel like they're gonna use the first intro for like key important parts yeah probably like so. how they did in episode one that actually would be kind of cool this is one of those shows where you have to watch through the credits because 
because there's typically something after the credits. And this for me is where I was like, oh shit. So he's on his app and he's raiding Chizuru and he hears a knock at his door, opens it up. It's Chizuru. She says that she lost her key, like her apartment key. But the way that they made it seem, bro, it wasn't just that. Like it wasn't just going like, hey, I lost my key. She took a while to say it, first of all. And it had like, it had a certain tone to it. She was just like, hey, um... I lost my key and she had like this a certain look in her eyes and just I don't know bro it's to me it was a little more than just losing your key it was like hey I'm trying to come in and fuck well for me like after this scene I thought about it for a while I was like wait Chizuru wouldn't lose her key like that exactly at, fir- at first I thought it was the grandma that did something the grandma like, took her key maybe because oh, you know God. how what they did for the uh in season one that's kind they of an interesting thought we don't see Chizuru with her purse and usually i guess her key would be in the purse yeah. and she's ain't the type of person to lose a key and also if you just really think about it like what the fuck is kazuya gonna do for her you know like hey i lost my key like no you live in apartments this is what you do when you lose your key because i've lived in apartments before you go downstairs you tell the manager and he'll come upstairs with the master key and unlock your apartment it's a literally what you do so to me her knocking on his door and saying she lost her keys a lot more than just losing a key so after this little interaction we hear mommy and she's kind of like preparing us for the next episode saying hey chizuru what do you mean you lost your key are you just saying that in order to get into kazuya's place and do the nasty (laughs) (laughs) and they also show her at kazuya's door like turning the doorknob then it says next time on rent a girlfriend the return of the girlfriend and that's it yeah for that part like before she turns the door she sees lights so i guess she sees that kazuya is there i mean i guess but but like like, was she maybe sp- maybe she does knock maybe she does knock maybe uh we do see kazuya or either chizuru looking through what you call it the door the people yeah the people <sighs> but like she would have had to have been stalking them to know that chizuru went into his apartment so mommy's just like posted up outside of this man's apartment just watching his every fucking move she got her knife ready this bitch is psycho dude <laughs> i absolutely cannot wait for episode three this episode for crazy? me was like really good bro it was i, like, I think it had towards the end it makes you want to watch towards Can't the end it really kicked it off for me but also like everything bro the batting cage scene the little bit of emotion we see after their rental date whenever he's like just be yourself you know your your regular self's my ideal girl that shit's fire and even the grandma this was rounded off a really good episode for me i think the most interesting part for me like the parts for me is with the grandmas okay i like it's like i don't typically like them but for this one i I enjoyed it because she gave this dude heavy ammunition about chizuru you know we're just gonna have to find out and see if chizuru really has a key or not that's that's what's got me so fucking already bro so interested in this show right now is like what's about to unfold watch next episode you just see the grandma hold the key like "Hmm." i wonder if she took her key i wonder if she knows their neighbors i wouldn't assume because chizuru's grandma i don't think they ever said anything about her going over to chizuru's place and they sure as fuck never mentioned it i don't think could be wrong they they could have mentioned it on like that little trip or some shit i I have no idea bro this is just episode two there's still 
still so many characters they gotta introduce into the story. All I know is shit's hitting the fan, episode three, and I'm gonna be there. Episode three. I was literally waiting for episode two to drop, bro. Like, I was ahead of the game, just waiting, 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 kept refreshing, and finally I see it, and I'm like, play. Yeah, because, uh, I seen the Snapchat, so I was like, this guy's already on it. Oh, yeah. I waited to watch the first one. I ain't waiting to watch any other ones, especially now that I'm invested in the story. We're putting them on as soon as they fucking happen. Think, for me, for this episode, like, I really, really liked it, man, and I... I'm not going to say it's a 10. It's definitely not a 10. It's not a 10. It's not a 10. It's not a 9. nine. I'm going to give it an 8. I think it's a solid 8. You got decent story progression in it. And by story progression, I really mean the end. But you do get some CD between Kazuya and Chizuru pretty much all throughout this episode. I just think it's an 8 across the board. Yeah, and also the reason why is like you're wondering where the fuck is her key? Exactly. They like, okay, Orange did a pretty good job of right at the very end making you want more this is driving me nuts because you gotta wait you gotta wait (laughs) you know i have to wait number one i can't just watch the next episode but it's like (laughs) thinking about this story and thinking about chizuru and her character and kazuya and his character like first of all in season one she never wanted to go in this man's place and now she's just gonna knock on the door and say hey i forgot my key can i come in what's really going on (laughs) hopefully it smells nice in there bro it it didn't (laughs) because If you were watching when he was on his app rating her, they had a bunch of like tissues and shit on the floor from him <laughs> jerking off. <laughs> so I wonder if she's going to go in and see all this and be like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> And that wraps up episode two, boys and girls. Hmm, Not bad. Not bad. I'm going to say this show, based off of the two ratings we have already, this show is up there. It is uh, (laughs) pretty highly rated so far. It's going to have to do some crazy shit to drop. And that's not saying that it won't. We don't fucking know. But right now, just based off of this... I just really hope they don't, like, get you psyched up and get fucking blue-balled at the end again. You probably will, because, I mean, there's going to be a season three. So you know it's going to have to stop on some kind of cliffhanger. Oh. Exactly. They're not going to let you off on a solid note. And then we go into season three. No, they're going to they're gonna leave it to where you want to come back for season three. And someone's going to be like, let me in. And it's just like right now, just thinking about these two episodes we got, I still don't know where the story's going. Me either. I wonder if it's going to be one of those seasons where it's going to take, you know, five episodes to reintroduce all the characters and the new girl. And then about midway, the story's going to start to unfold and progress and end. I'm feeling like that might be the case and honestly I don't know if that was a smart move on their part if that's what they're going to do. You still have Ruka, Mommy, Sumi. You still have four characters and the new girl to fucking introduce into the story unless they just knock it all out in the next episode. Get Ruka and Mommy and Sumi in the next episode and introduce the new girl in four and five. I'm so get, confused bro. Just get Ruka. Okay episode three bam. Mommy goes in. Ruka sees the this, she runs into the room. So they're all in this man's apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy's like, hmm, you're the one that's dating my man. So I'm gonna have to <laughs> not uh, shank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
All I know is we're all going to have to watch it to find out because we actually don't know. <laughs> we are waiting for these episodes just like you. And before we go, I just want to say, and we don't have a lot of time left, I just wanted to say, first of all, use code ANIMAG at altisubs.com for 10% off your entire order. But also in episode one, we asked you guys to do a little bit of shipping, write us a little story. And someone actually started working on it on our Rent-A-Boyfriend story. And just from this intro, it is freaking hilarious and I absolutely cannot <laughs> (laughs) wait to read more (laughs) so thank you for that yes thank you and that's gonna do it boys and girls that's episode two rent a girlfriend season two we hope you enjoyed and we'll see you guys in the next episode until then so long everybody sayonara thank you for listening be sure to visit our website at www.animag.org see you next time